Marketing Podcast. Today, we are honored to have a new friend of mine who I met through business through the Inc. 5000 Network, Dr. Brianna Rue. I'm so happy to have you here today on my podcast. She is an entrepreneur, business owner, mother, um, and super, super busy. But Brianna, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience today and tell them a little bit about yourself and what you're passionate about. Sure. I'm excited to be here with you, Dr. Yay. Gina. It's so exciting to see kind of how the world brings people together. Um, so meeting you through the Inc. 5000 and, you know, being part of the fastest growing companies and then at the conference, um, you know, we've gotten to do some pretty cool things. Yeah. So excited to be here. Um, I am an optometrist. So I have done a lot of learning in my life. I bet, <laughs> I bet. How, much, how much school do you think that is? Is it like how many years? I don't even know. Yeah, it's four years of undergrad, four okay. years of optometry school. Wow. And then I did an extra year of residency. Got so it. from high school, it's another eight to nine years. And then wow. you're kind of thrown into it um, yeah. to, to figure it out. So yeah, been a lifelong learner for sure. Um, but yeah, optometry, been an optometrist, I like to say since second grade when I got my first pair of glasses. Oh, wow. So that's okay. one of my passions is, uh -huh. is, um, kids vision and getting that out through myopia management and making sure kids can see the board. Um, oh. it's a big part of learning actually that none of us really know. So pediatricians are so busy about vaccines and things like that. And, um, the eyes kind of fall to the wayside. And so... Wow kids vision is a big piece of my passion. Uh -huh. And then obviously Dr. Contact Lens, healthcare technology and getting patients the care that they need and with AI on the rise and all of this, these things um, through our devices where healthcare at the end of the day is human. And if we keep cutting doctors out of this equation, yeah. it doesn't end up good for anybody. So that's how all this kind of fits together. Oh, I love that. You know, it's interesting you mentioned about like seeing being one of the major focal points to learn. And absolutely, the first step of learning is getting information in through one of your senses. And I remember the distinct moment when I actually needed glasses and it was in sixth grade, Dr. Rue, that uh, I realized that I couldn't see the board and I was complaining about it. But you know what? I had to get those goggles, you know, because I played basketball. So they weren't very attractive. But I will tell you this. They did the job and I was able to see the important stuff. So I love that that's your passion. And so thinking about this and, and helping people learn through their eyes and your that being your passion, what do you think really inspired you or inspires you to learn or want to continue learning? You just mentioned like AI and how this is going to have an impact. Really what inspires you? Yeah, I mean, I've always been reading was a big piece of me um, and then just continuing to grow. So it's interesting as you go on to doctorate school, right? You're reading a lot of books, you're studying, but it's not on like the business side of mm -hmm. medicine. And there's a huge like that's all medicine is, is a big business. It's wow. per capita what we spend the majority of our money on. Mm -hmm. um, so for doctors to be educated, to be great technicians, but on the business side, be left behind, right? Yeah. You're thrown into this to become a business owner. And we happen mm -hmm. to be, in my case, optometrists that happen to own businesses where you're a business owner that happens to be an optometrist. Yes. And 
the what I love reading is just on that growth mindset, right? Mm-hmm. I do a lot of thinking about that. Um, Buy Back Your Time was a book that I read that just oh. changed my life. So listening to podcasts, listening to people that are doing it, you know, like, yeah, you can scroll through, doom scroll through LinkedIn and whatnot yeah. and just see success after success after success. Uh-huh. But that's, we know that that's not what true success is, right? Absolutely. We all have our ups and downs and bumps and just what motivates you on a day-to-day um, path. And I think that's where growth comes into this is we're not the same four minutes ago, you know? Absolutely. And we have to stay on the forefront of that or you can be left behind. Um, and be, I think that's where a lot of depression is coming from and connectivity and not putting ourselves out there enough to have true conversations of just really how hard it is. Right. Absolutely. Like you mentioned the fact that a lot of us, a lot of people are dealing with depression. I don't know if you read this study, um, Dr. Rubin, in November 4th, the Surgeon General put out a study. Now, I don't know where they got the information. I think I even mentioned this on my last podcast, but they said one in four adults over the age of 18 are, are lonely. Um, and, you know, a lot of it, like you said, is, is having those human connections and really connecting and whether it's through reading and talking about those readings and just being really inspired and, and helping each other. And Dr. Rue really inspired me. She's a business owner, started, started a company and grew it and was honored. And that was a real honor. So tell us a little bit, like really what inspires you, not inspires you, but continues to um, really help you engage you in a learning experience. So if you're inspired by these books, you mentioned the book, what was the name of the book again for everyone? Buy Back Your Time. Buy Back Your Time. Like really what engages you in a learning experience or really what was fundamental about that message? So that one is more on time management. So again, having two businesses, I have a practice and I have this fast growing technology company where I just knew my reach was more than what my practice was. So now I'm being in hundreds of locations and connecting patients back to their doctors through their most important sense and making it easy for patients to order contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, the book really like, again, being a mom and a wife and then having a personal life and <sighs> yoga and like all the things, right. It just yeah. comes down to having great people surround you. And people always ask me, you know, how do you do all of this all? When do you sleep? Yes, night, I right? asked, so everyone knows before we got on, I actually asked her that question. Cause She's running this like really awesome, excelling business with her business partner. And she's a mom. How do you do all this? Yeah, we, you know, I had two babies while this other baby was born. Um, It's honestly like some of it too, in growing a business, your family does take a big hit. Mm -hmm. And I think what inspired me specifically in this book, it just kind of came into my life at the right time. Um, Dan Martell, great person on YouTube to follow too, but he says that in a business, whether it's a startup or, you know, in the healthcare space or whatever it is, you get to a point where you're, they're going to want to sell it. You're going to start sabotaging it, or you start losing your friends and family Mm. because you're not prioritizing things. And we don't empower individuals enough around us. And I think that's what we're seeing why it's so hard to employ people or find the team Uh um, is you have to delegate Uh and what I did was redefine delegation. So I said, if somebody would do it 51% of the way I would have done it, it's a win. 
And uh-huh. when you do that and you lower your own expectation, people will surprise you. We just don't let people do it and find their lane. And so constantly in our team meetings is, you know, what gives you energy? What sucks your energy, right? My oh. energy was being sucked by emails, right? Got it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's true. Mm-hmm. And my hired an executive assistant and she is now my boss, runs my schedule. And like Monday, I had eight back-to-back meetings. Yeah. Do you know, in order to get those meetings on the book, I probably would have sent back and forth 35 to 40 emails. Yeah. That's just, we're not spending our time doing the right things. Mm-hmm. So I'm really conscious now on emails on, does this email have to be sent? Could it be a quick text? Could it be something else? Because all of our inboxes are just overflowed with who knows what. Right. And um, that was a big piece of it was getting back, you know, three or four hours on this to-do list that was just yeah. never ending. Right. right. Absolutely. Wow. What an awesome suggestion. So delegating and believing in those people that you've delegated the work to and, and having them help you. And really, it sounds like you've really honed in. You could write a book. Maybe you have, I don't know about managing, <laughs> managing and doing this. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that need this help. So, and uh, I think that, you know, we we talk about authentic learning. I think you know, this idea of having so much, like so much going on in your life, um, so many priorities, and you really need this help. And so when you think about authentic learning, what is that? I've really been working on this research of really defining what that means. How would you define that? And what does that mean to you? I think authentic learning, you have to know what makes you tick. So like, if I look at my husband, right, what he likes to read, I'm not all that into. (laughs) What I like to read, he's not all that into. And I think it's valuing what brings you joy. Mm. I think we throw around the word happy um, too often. It's not authentic, right? Because you can go from one part of your day to being the happiest and highest of highs to the next one to the lowest of lows, especially Uh as business owners. And even in in people that are not business owners, right? Mm. Um, So I think authenticity is thrown around a lot as a buzzword where we just don't go deep enough. We're not asking deep enough questions. We're not honoring what brings other people joy. Mm -hmm. Um, So like my my marriage with Josh, like Mm -hmm. he is my rock. But uh-huh. we're also in this messy middle of marriage, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like absolutely. we have two young kids. We've got careers. I'm coming and going. A lot falls on him. Um, so, yeah, just- shout out to Josh. Yeah, shout out. That's awesome. But I hear what you're saying. I mean, what it sounds like, you really need to dial into what you're passionate about. Really finding that thing you talked about, growth mindset. Finding that thing that. I always say sets your soul on fire, really. You know, what is it that you wake up to? And before uh, we went live today, we were talking a little bit about finding, finding that thing that really makes you draw the passion. Because if you find passion, and you said it better than I could ever say it, but you find passion in what you're doing today, you bring that home, right? You kind of talk a little bit about that, the passion that you have. Well, I think the whole thing that you're never going to, you know, if you find what you're passionate about, you're never going to work a day in your life. I think that's complete BS. Uh I think you're never going to work harder. Yeah. No Um, kidding, right? So I think just what's been societally pushed 
down on us of just this doom and gloom. I'm very conscious of like what's coming in, what kind of relationships I'm letting in, what relationships am I growing into, or do I need to kind of like step back? You know, you just have to be, we live in an abundant world. Absolutely. And we have to know that everything is put in our path for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where joy comes from. It's not comparing yourself, your success, what looks like to success to you is going to be a different definition from what success looks like to me. And that's okay. I'm going to want different things than you want. And my needs are going to be different than your needs. But we're also kind of externally having to justify this stuff all the time. Right. Um, And not being true to, to really the value that you bring. I love that, you know, and, and really your, your thought and thinking of this is, is so advanced, Dr. Rue. I mean, there's a lot of individuals that have a really hard time getting to this place of, of growth in their mindset. So what do you think inspired you? Or is there something fundamental that you can look back to that kind of situated your mind in this way? Yeah, I was, um, I was raised Catholic growing oh. up and now having two boys, my husband and I, we don't really practice it, but I found yoga um, oh, in 2009. Uh-huh. And just this, the whole yogi vibe, um, which is, it's just karma, right? Just be a good person, show up how you want to be uh-huh. received. And that goes a long way in the world. And we're just angry. Like a lot of people are just angry. Like I haven't used my horn in like 10 years <laughs> since I found yoga. They you know are the horns. Yeah, I'm not rushed. Maybe that person is having a bad day or they got to get they're late picking up their kid or something else is happening, like with road rage, especially in South Florida. Like it's legit. Yeah, it just is. I've backing been there. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like just people are going to be them. And like even let letting stuff like oh. that go where it doesn't get your blood pressure oh. boiling. And I'm not saying it doesn't ever happen, but being mm-hmm. more conscious to work in versus workout. That's what yoga has really brought me is just um, an hour to let all of the crap go. And I've had incredible yoga instructors along the way, just, you know, vibing and music and finding your jam and just moving balance, like balance is key to learning too. like, we're just Mm -hmm. sitting all day, we're not walking, we're not in nature. Um, We're not Mm -hmm. taking the time to do that. So balance is our first thing to go as we have more birthday candles on our cake and we're not we're not working on it so just something grounding and you know bare feet like getting back to to basics we're not doing it enough that is i love that you found uh yoga to kind of be that that switch for you you know and the breathing. I don't know. Did you go to see Patrick Dorsett's uh, talk um, at the Inc. 5000 com- conference? Did I missed that one, but that? I've done a lot of breath work, like different kinds of breath work. We've the done like work. a cold yeah. plunge. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, the cold plunge. That's probably what's that like? Oh, that's like a polar yeah. bear. I wouldn't do that. My team knows it's not. I'm, I, I, I'm not going in the cold. It's, a, it's like such a, a mental thing. Yeah. Like I was at a cruise in Boulder. Yeah. Um, there were 50 executives uh-huh. all together. We did a Wim Hof. Um, training and we all got in the water together. It was wow. really like a lot of people started up yeah. there like, I'm not doing this. There's no way. And we yeah. all did it. So 
Never say That's never. That's awesome. It is a mindset. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I write about this a lot. It's true. I mean, the power mm -hmm. of your mind, if you say you can't, it's seven times more powerful than really moving forward and doing that. So interestingly enough, um, what would you do or have you ever had a situation where you've had a, a hurdle or maybe a learning hurdle or maybe somebody, maybe one of your boys or your husband or someone that you've helped overcome a hurdle? Like if someone is like, I can't or I'm not going to do that. Like, how do you recommend that someone overcome that, that mindset in particular? Oh, yoga obviously help has helped you a lot. Um, is there any recommendations you can make or an example you can, I provide? mean, I do this constantly with my team. Um, cause I think as, again, as a business owner, everything's really stacked against you. Like your team all thinks that you have millions of dollars in the bank account and they don't see where payroll's coming from and you see all this. Right. And they don't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's being, transparent that you can do this too. I decided to go to this much school and take on this much debt and bet on myself, right? So mm -hmm. I think a lot of it comes mm -hmm. back to um, self-love, which I, I had wonderful parents and a wonderful support team Aww. around there, but I struggled mm -hmm. through that, you know, in middle school and high school and um, just had a great support team. Um, on what that was going to be, you know, like, I hate when people are like, Oh, high school are the best days of your life. Like, that's terrible to say to somebody because <laughs> it is not, yes. like, that is not the end, right? You know, that's just the beginning. Yeah. Um, and we all have different chapters. So I think honoring different chapters in your life. Uh, and then just leading people. That's what being a leader is, is people can say it in different ways. What you pick up on from me, I may pick up on something different, a different way somebody else said it. So just kind of always mm -hmm. jumping from thing to thing and, and finding out what your vibe is. Yeah. I, yeah. That is so important. I often have people who reach out to me or say to me, Gina, I've really just lost my passion to learn. I was actually at an event um in iowa a few weeks ago and i had somebody tell me that his wife has really just lost the pat her passion um and so what do you say to someone like on your team or in your circle or your friends or your family or if someone came up to you or reached out after this podcast and said look i've just really lost my passion how would you help them maybe overcome that or what recommendation would i'm you actually reading them? the book right now called 10x is easier than 2x Oh, I love that book. We were just talking about that on our team meeting. <laughs> and story. in there, he does little things. I think it comes back to gratitude where, um, yeah. you know, like if you have a kid that is struggling, like I even did it on my seven-year-old yesterday. I was like, what excited you about today? What were three things that um, that you, that excited you today? Right. And I mean, he's only seven. So he's like, I don't know what you mean, mom. Yeah. Right. But it's like sinking in where you can do those gratitude things. So like a lot of people have trouble sleeping, right? If you honestly mm -hmm. just go through, just start saying thank you. Right. So thank you for giving me mm -hmm. my two hands today. Thank you for having this water next to my bed to drink. Thank you for my foot, like just little things. If you go through this gratitude loop, you actually will like put yourself to sleep. Um, yeah. So like, the melatonin and all these things just go back to that gratitude loop. And so I've learned that mm -hmm. through like Bart Foster and some mentors that I've come into my life. Um, you just, you got to do the reach out yourself too. Cause I feel like our phones don't ring enough. Right. 
but that's what gives you dopamine is mm -hmm. true connection. It's not the likes on LinkedIn. Exactly. It's not the likes on Facebook. It's, you know, somebody just reaching out and saying, Hey, like I was thinking about you today. Like that's just, that starts mm -hmm. such a gratitude loop. Um, that doesn't mm -hmm. have to end. Right. Just reaching out to people you love, reaching out and opening the door for someone that's struggling. I mean, I think that if you're having trouble getting out of bed, like you said, think about the things that you are thankful for um, and think about the things that people are thankful mm -hmm. for you about. You know, you don't really give I don't think people in general give themselves enough credit and really think about what they're contributing for others. And, um, you know, like you said, I think you said very at the beginning, like we have to care for ourselves and obviously taking the time that hour and I can't believe you even fit <laughs> yoga in Dr. Rue. Like now you're talking about yoga. She definitely needs to write a book about her time management piece. Cause it's, it's incredible, but um, gratitude. So, so. Yeah. And I think that's my gift is like, um, I can sleep anywhere and I'm able, yeah, there's nights where I can't turn it off, but I don't like yeah. business books get me really ramped up. Um, so I cannot read uh -huh. a business book before bed. Right. So I just have to put something mindless <laughs> on that can just like decompress. And I know it's going to be there tomorrow. Like what I didn't get to today is going to be there tomorrow. So I think what you said there is just not being Absolutely. so, so gung ho on this never ending to do list. I heard recently um, from another doctor friend of mine, he said, we go from human, we've gone from human beings to human doings with all of our mm. checklists. I know. That's what I use my, you talked about email. That's what I use my email for. Yeah. That's so right. it's just turning the that down. Mm -hmm. um, that's honestly what's been my greatest gift as my executive assistant and just getting out of my email, I, keeping my blinders on to like the negative crap that was in there um, and filtering yes. out the stuff that's actually important and the stuff that can be put into the future. Exactly. Exactly. I like that. I'm going to take that tip away. I, that's why I love doing these podcasts. I always learn something. So that's outstanding. So Dr. Rue, what, thank you so much for being on. I want you to leave. Um, well, first of all, where can people, if somebody wants to reach out to you, where can they find you? Where best can they reach out to you? Not her email. Not my email. Not well, her email. Yeah, well, if it's, you know, filtered through there. Yeah, um, yeah. Best way is on LinkedIn. So I just, you know, that's where I'm able to follow people that I want to be followed and kind of control my thread a little bit um, over yes. there. So just, yeah, always trying to inspire one another. And um, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. You know, I don't want it to be like success theater. Like that also annoys me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you have any like final thoughts or words or recommendations to kind of send us off on this Thursday, the last Thursday of oh November? Um, wow. We're going in, you know, one more month in 2023. I think it's just, yeah. you know, celebrating. That's what the ink, I think that conference really showed me was it just is baby steps. And you can kind of look back on your month and say like, well, that was crap. I didn't do anything. Um, or you just kind of look at the little things that you do go back through your calendar and like, wow, I did this and I did that and I did this and not be so hard on yourself. Um, just making those 1% changes and, um, you know, just saying thank you to more people and being more connected. Yeah. Don't, don't talk your horn, right? Just 
take a deep breath. Be kind. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on my uh, I Love Learning podcast. And everyone, Dr. Brianna Rue, fabulous entrepreneur, business owner, mother, and just an all-around outstanding person. Thank Thank you, you 